0: Hello listeners, welcome to our second episode of our brand new third season of Mind Your Business podcast. My name is Mia Gomez.
1: My name is Carlos Mora. We want to also um, highlight Studio G powered by the Mike Loya Center for Innovation and Commerce, where we help students and UTEP entrepreneurs and recent alumni to grow their business. Be your own boss.
0: In today's episode, we will learn how Press Fine started. Today we have a very special guest, the founder of Perspine, Salma Fine, Salma
1: Welcome Salma.
0: If you would like to introduce yourself, tell us about yourself, what you do, what you're studying.
2: Sure, um, uh, my, well, you guys already introduced me. My name is Salma Atilla. I am um, currently a graduate student. Um, I'm working on my sociology master's degree and I focus on birth control accessibility. And I am also the founder of Purswine.
1: Let me ask you, just to be curious, what are those hobbies or interests um, that you have in your free time?
2: What are hobbies or interests I have in my free time? Um, you know, I heard a professor say a long time ago, like, wow, I haven't read for pleasure in a long time. And I think I resonate with that. Normally, I like to read um, about things that interest me but i just have not had the time to actually do those types of things and just you know go out and about into the city look at what's new and stuff
0: nice and now can we talk a little bit more about purse i want to know what is purse tell us the story how it all began so that our listeners can get to know you a little bit more sure
2: so purse is an e-commerce um boutique i guess you could say where you can find um handbags of all different shapes, sizes for all various occasions, whether it is for business, going out. um, If you are looking for something very quirky and unique, like a mushroom shaped purse, for example, we have it all. All of our purses are vegan friendly. And recently we started a new initiative where we are um, collaborating with women owned small businesses around the U.S. and bringing their designs to our shop. Um, so we currently house about four um, women-owned brands into our shop, and it started during the pandemic um, when my day job has shut down, and I decided to take a risk and invest a small portion of my savings, like five hundred bucks, into a small box of purses, and that's where it all started.
1: That's that's so cool! Like that, you instead of like wasting your time in the pandemic. You said like, well, I might have, like I might want to start a business, and you start Pursfind. So, is there a reason or like inspiration that you had to start your own business, Pursfind? Wh- why is Pursfind um, your business? Where where did it came from?
2: Um that's an interesting question. I did grow up. I am a daughter of immigrants. My parents have always been entrepreneurs. Uh, When I started college, I actually started as a business major, eventually changed to sociology, but kept my marketing minor. Um, And so I've always been surrounded by business and entrepreneurship. I don't think that there's a specific reason for why I chose purses. To be honest, Um, I'm a pretty simple person, but I do like I guess fashion to a certain extent and I enjoy weird and quirky shapes and of and designs and all that but I think it came more from like a need or uh, to have something that's mine something that I created out of nothing and also a space where I can you know um contribute to like the community of like women-owned businesses here in El Paso which um A lot of women-owned businesses here in El Paso have been nothing but amazing to me and have opened doors to me. And that's what I love the most was the community and the opportunities that owning your own business comes with.
0: Selma, and I want to know like a little bit more about like the artistic side of your business. Where do you get your inspiration for the designs of your purses?
2: Sure. So I have always been... um, I love sort of like kawaii culture, which is a very like nerdy anime thing. I was a big anime nerd when I was like a middle schooler or a child. And so I've always liked like really weird shapes and quirky, like, I don't know, like pieces of fashion. I don't normally go out and dress um like that myself. Like um if I could and I had the time, maybe I would, but that's where it really came from. So A lot of the purses that I look for come from, like I mentioned uh, previously, like women-owned businesses um, that design these types of purses with these types of aesthetics. So um, they just pique my interest. I find it really cool to be able to, you know, wear a pumpkin as a purse, you know, like just like a statement piece, even if you just have a casual outfit. At the same time, for more casual fashion, you know, for work-related fashion or more serious events or whatever, I feel like we don't have a space where we can have like a really nice purse, a very chic, beautiful purse where you don't have to spend like two or $300 on it. You know what I mean? Um, that offers the functionality that you need. I think that's where it comes from.
1: That's um, I, like going back to what you said, that you don't go out um, a lot. Well, we need to change that because <laughs> we can like Nia, you and I, we can go with the purses to downtown on Saturday night to make some advertising. I don't know what you think about that. I don't mind. Uh, but yeah, we can do that. We can go out and, and show people. Yeah. You club. know what? How
0: after our shifts, we should go out for some drinks or something. We
1: should. We yeah, should.
0: I mean, actually,
2: I think a lot of the reason why I hardly go out now is because we are very big on pop-ups. So... Um, we are every weekend. I am out, but we are working. We're at a pop up, whether it be at like um like we just had one at the Lowbrow Palace. They have an awesome market there, and it's a, an amazing vibe um, where you meet other small businesses. But there is a big pop up culture growing in El Paso, probably because of the increase in small businesses that happened over. Um these past two years. Um, so yeah, I mean <laughs> that's probably why, but yeah, I'm definitely down.
1: <laughs> yes, and, and I also wanted to mention um, because you said that you are a daughter of two immigrants. Um, I'm proud of you. If you haven't heard that in a while, I'm very, very proud of you. It's, oh, it's thank not the same, you. the opportunities are not the same for um sons and daughters of immigrants here in the US so that you come with this successful story, poor fine, that you already have your website, that you already have your customers, your clients. That's amazing. And that's something, that's the main reason we wanted you to be your guest in this episode. So we are very proud of you. Uh, thank you. Microsoft Paso might be proud of you. Um, UTEP students might be proud of you. We we want to say thank you for representing people like me, sons of... Um, immigrants. So thank you for representing us well.
2: Thank you so much. I honestly, the sentiment is the same for me. Um, although a lot of it I have learned from my parents, you know, at the same time, they are the ones that pushed me to go to UTEP and UTEP has been, uh, has a very, now has an awesome culture in terms of like building up students. Um, one of the recent, uh, biggest types of supports that I got over the summer was the future founders um, I guess you call internship or um, I know there's another word but I guess it was kind of like an internship that was brought to us by uh, Blackstone Launchpad at UTEP Um, and over the course of the summer I was able to work with Fernanda from Blackstone who was like an amazing mentor during this time and we're still at a very early stage in persvine so having these types of you know tools for utep students i am extremely grateful for
1: and for those who listeners are here there are we have more opportunities for you just like salma got the opportunity to go to this amazing opportunity uh, through blackstone launchpad you can also join studio g you can join blackstone launchpad if you have an idea um, the Mike Loya Center for Innovation and Commerce is here to help you, just like we help her. Um, come here, ask for questions, attend our workshops, um, startup3.co. That's where we submit our events. You can take a look to the University of Texas, El Paso events for the Mike Loya Center Innovation and Commerce. You can see the, the broad opportunities that, that we offer for you.
0: Yeah, of
2: course. Thank you. And it was a fellowship, my bad, um, because I kept saying internship. But yeah, I mean, one of the one of the last things I would I would love to, you know, make sure that what students get out of this is um, when you're a student, there are so many more opportunities there for you within your university. Um, You really just have to go out and look for them and not be afraid to take them and talk to people um, because, it's really through mentorship, whether it be through a professor, whether it be through Studio G, Blackstone, all of these awesome initiatives. They're there for you as a student. Um, and, you know, might as well take advantage of it while you're there. Um, students have a lot of benefits in terms of like these types of initiatives. Um, you want to take advantage of them to their fullest potential.
0: I totally agree with you, Selma. And for our listeners, can you tell us more about what your uh, fellowship consisted of? Right, so um,
2: this fellowship was by the nonprofit organization Future Founders. They are based in Chicago, and they came together with Blackstone Launchpad, which is another um, sort of like an investment slash nonprofit organization. From my understanding, they help to um, they help startups, you know, um, and they help. And funnel your business and so this fellowship consisted of a six-week program where we learned everything um, from you know social media advertising to building up your brand um how to connect with people on a deeper level through your business um there was amazing mentors um big shout out to tina and big shout out to nick from future founders they were um they were amazing. And, um, as well as they collaborated with your Blackstone department here at UTEP and, um, they give you a director. So with me, it was Fernanda who met with me every week and we collaborated together on how to continue to grow purse Pursevine. So it was an incredible mentorship. I really, really appreciated it. Um, and I think it definitely changed uh, my perspective on business, even though I've had knowledge of business and grew up within business, um, I was walking into a different turf, which is e-commerce, you know what I mean? And um, that's a whole, that's very new and uh, well, kind of new, but if you know about it, it's great to have that kind of mentorship. Um, and the great thing about Future Founders is that even after the fellowship, um, they're still there for you. So you can continue to contact um, your mentors um, for, you know, more advice or help. They're just always going to be there for you. And that's one of the things that I appreciate even more.
1: Yes, we're, we're always here to help students. Uh, we're always here for you, just like we were uh, at your time. But I'm curious, what are you working on right now? What is the next step for for purse find
2: um you know as of now purse find is only two years old so basically just focusing on scaling um growing whether it be your you know your customer base increasing sales on online um all of the good stuff as far as i i'm always asked if i would ever have a physical location as of now i would not um i feel like there's a lot of you know there's a lot of costs that goes with uh, having a physical place. Um, And when you have really big competitors, like, um, you know, here in El Paso, you have like the whole mall pretty much, you know, that also sell purses and all that. You really want to, As of now, I'm really focused on keeping my business online and finding that niche of um, customers that feel the same way that I do towards having vegan-friendly purses and having awesome designs and continuing to support other women-owned designers and, you know, highlighting them in our store and in our brand. So that's where I'm at right now. Um, One thing for sure is... um, there's a, it's important to make a distinction between having a side hustle and having a side business. (laughs) Um, A side hustle consists of you making money right there. And then that you can use on whatever personal finances you have. Um, This is a side business, so it's slow growth. And that's something to expect when you're going to venture into a business, especially one that has a physical product that you're selling.
0: And Selma, how do you manage to kind of ba- to balance your work life with your business and your studying and all of that? I mean, honestly, props you to you because it's a lot, and you're doing it greatly. So I, so, know what I, I want to
1: know <laughs> how you do it. Uh... It's- not have? easy.
2: <laughs> it really isn't easy. I, I will be sincerely honest. It, it, sometimes it can be a little stressful, especially when you're working on a thesis and it's very easy to fall to feel overwhelmed with the amount of work that you have, but it's really about keeping yourself grounded, Um, making your sure that you highlight what's important at the moment. Don't think about all of the things that you have to do at the same time. Cause that's going to like be very overwhelming um, and then I'm, I'm, I'm a huge advocate for mental health. So I have been going to therapy for a very long time. Um, a therapist, a lot of people think like, oh, no, you know, I'm not crazy. I'm not going through this. But a therapist sometimes also is sort of like a personal growth coach that kind of helps you how to organize yourself um, the way that you think. <laughs> You, you know what I mean? That they they let you know how you can organize yourself according to who you are and your personality and the habits that you have and all that. So, um, that has been that's something that I always prioritize. Um, otherwise, yeah, I probably would be a mess.
1: <laughs> Thank you for for mentioning mental health. It's very important that if you have just like us, work classes, a business, you want to like grow professionally, academically, and personally, please uh, take advantage of also the opportunities that we have here at UTEP. Did you guys know that Counseling Services has free consultations for students? Well, if you are listening and you need to talk to a therapist, UTEP has their own department that can help you with that. Uh, But let me ask you just, or last thing that we would like to ask you. Do you have any advice for those young entrepreneurs or those UTEP students that might be in the same steps that you are, but they want to start a business, they have an idea. What is the last the, the advice that you want, that you would like to give them?
2: Um. Yeah, I started my business kind of um, not planned. Like I didn't have an initial business plan, right? I just, it was kind of on a whim. And I think because of my background in business, I was able to like build it successfully and continue to grow it, but that's not the case. Um, for everyone. Um, and this could have easily gone very wrong. I could have lost you know my investment into this business. So what I would really um, advise is that if you have a business idea um, and you have resources like Studio G, Blackstone, um, future founders, and you know, if these are type of these are the type of tools that you have available to you as a student, go seek that mentorship right especially if you don't have like a business background go seek that mentorship talk about your idea how to make it a, a real thing how to properly fund it without you you know falling into loans i'm very happy to say that purse is it doesn't have any debt whatsoever um and so that's one of the things that i would really advise is just like go and find that mentorship build your business plan fig test it you know see if you know test it with a few customers see if it's a good idea do all the proper stuff don't don't just like throw in throw money at it and hope that it's gonna go well and just kind of like you know go crazy with it it's i normally would not recommend that
0: (laughs) yeah
1: thank you for that advice
0: yes thank you Salma, right now, before we leave, I want to open up the spotlight to you so that you can promote Purse Find. Where can our listeners find Purse Find? Yeah,
2: so we are super active on Instagram at Purse Find. Um, and our website is mypursefind.com. Um, and we are all over the city at so many pop-ups every weekend. And you can just check out where we're going to be at Um on our Instagram we always post our schedule so yeah that's where you can find us and check out our Halloween collection because it is limited
1: no it's beautiful thank you so much for all the people that is listening please go and buy your reports before it's out of stock because they're they're so beautiful
2: thank you so much I appreciate it you guys and thank you so much for this opportunity
1: no, and yes. just as our episode is coming to an end we just want to thank you for your time thank you for being our, our amazing guest we're very proud of you um we you are our a, a success story for this department and it's for us it's a pleasure to have you
0: Thank you, Salma, for your time. We are truly honored to have you as a guest in the podcast. Studio G, the Mike Loya Center for Innovation and Commerce, and Blackstone Launchpad wants to thank all of you, our listeners,
1: for your constant support. Please stay tuned for next episodes. And don't forget to always mind your Your business. business.